ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Here is your host, Mike Dendero. Are you ready? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dendero, and today we have a super stacked show. It is episode 321, and today we're going to be counting down, in my opinion, the top 10 greatest Royal Rumble matches of all time. But before we get into the show, big shout out to all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers from all over the world. If you don't already, follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. And make sure you follow on X at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Let's get into this show right now, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for allowing me into your Friday morning routine like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Like I said, we have a pretty unique show. My favorite time of the year. In the wrestling calendar. Some may think that it's WrestleMania. But I think that the Royal Rumble is a lot more fun. It's a lot more unpredictable. And it has been my favorite show since I was wee, wee small. I always was a fan of the Royal Rumble. It is my favorite time of the year. It's always around my birthday as well. So it's always been like a birthday gift. My mom would say, hey, part of your birthday gift is we're ordering the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, which I always appreciate it. And no, before everyone's like, oh, is that all she got? Hell no, my mom used to spoil the shit out of me. But still, I got the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. And on top of that, it is the unpredictability. It is the excitement. It is the start of the road to WrestleMania, which is the best time period on the wrestling calendar. So the Royal Rumble is very near and dear to my heart. So I decided on this episode, I was going to count down the top 10 best Royal Rumbles of all time. And that's in my opinion. I I, I don't want the debate of, oh, wow, your number one sucked. It's it's actually this year's or I like this winner more, more than this winner. I'm not here for the debates. All right. So preference, this is just my opinion. This is my top 10. This is my top 10 favorite Royal Rumbles of all time. Last time on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, we we gave a little preview show of Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom came and went, and it was a hell of a show. All the top matches I was excited for definitely showed out. Brian Danielson versus Okada was a phenomenal matchup. We have a new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion in Naito, who defeated his former stablemate, Sonata. And we had the surprise debut of the former Dolph Ziggler, Nick Nemeth, who is now in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and it already seems like his path is clear. He's going to be feuding with Dave Finley for the new IWGP Global Championship. So a lot of fun stuff coming out of New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom. We'll talk more about that next week. Today is going to be dedicated to the Royal Rumble. I am so excited. Before I get my top 10 list, there's a few things I do want to mention. I'm not talking about the full events. I'm not talking about the other matches on the card. I'm talking about strictly the Royal Rumble match itself. Also, next week, I'm going to do the same thing for the women's Royal Rumble matchup. So before anybody gets on here and be like, oh, you sexist fuck, you only talked about the men. Just be patient. I'm going to have a list for the women next week, preferably on Monday. So, since there's only been about five Women's Royal Rumble matches, I think maybe four, doing a list of top five, top four, it's not going to really make too much sense because then I would just name all the Women's Royal Rumble matches. So, instead, next week I'll have a list of my 
top five favorite moments for the Women's Royal Rumble. So don't come at me about being sexist. Just be patient. Monday, Women's Royal Rumble top five moments on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Also, I do want to preference that we have some honorable mentions. And we'll get to that before we talk about the number one Royal Rumble, in my opinion, of all time. So, with that being said, all that to say, let's start the list. Let's start with the number 10 best Royal Rumble. And in my opinion, that number 10 spot goes to the 2016 Royal Rumble, live from Orlando, Florida. This Royal Rumble was very near and dear to my heart and had to make the top 10 for a couple reasons. The main reason being, if you know me and you know how much of a fan of AJ Styles I am and how I followed this man throughout his whole career since 2002, you would know that his WWE debut at the 2016 Royal Rumble was going to be one of my top favorite moments of all time. I love this moment. I never thought I'd see AJ Styles in the WWE, let alone have one of the best debuts in the WWE history when he debuted at number three in the Royal Rumble matchup. Absolute shock. And he he actually lasted for quite a while. I also like the fact that we had some other people who were just coming up from NXT, like Kevin Owens on the match. We had some NXT call-ups like Sami Zayn in the match. We had... A lot of good action, a lot of good competitors. And something that I also liked about this matchup was the added stipulation that Roman Reigns had to start off the match at number one and he had to defend his WWE Championship in the matchup. So, with that being said, Roman Reigns basically had to defend his title against 29 other competitors in this matchup because this Royal Rumble matchup not only was going to punch in his ticket to a spot of the main event of WrestleMania, but he will be going there not to be the challenger for the World Heavyweight Champion, but to be the World Heavyweight Champion because the winner of this Royal Rumble was the World Heavyweight Champion. And it was another victory for Triple H. Triple H, who was a surprise number 30, wins the matchup. Just once again, the authority digging the knife a little deeper into Roman Reigns. Triple H wins not only the Royal Rumble, but his 14th World Heavyweight Championship. And by the way, that was the last time Triple H ever won the World Heavyweight Championship. You add that to the debut of AJ Styles, to the intrigue of having guys like Dean Ambrose in the match, having guys like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in the match, and having the stipulation for the World Heavyweight Championship in the match, this had to make the top 10 list. Number 9. We don't got to go back too far. Number nine was the 2023 Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble that was won by Cody Rhodes. This was the very first Royal Rumble pay-per-view that was booked by Triple H when Triple H took over Head of Creative last year. This was a hell of a show. A hell of a show. But that Royal Rumble matchup to start off the show was absolutely phenomenal. First of all, we had the return of Cody. Cody Rhodes, who was sidelined for months with that horrific peck injury where he tore his peck and wrestled at Hell in a Cell against Seth Rollins, 
looking black and blue as ever. Made his return on this pay-per-view on the Royal Rumble in the Royal Rumble match and won the Royal Rumble. But to be honest, Cody Rhodes was not the MVP of this Royal Rumble. The real MVP of this Royal Rumble, the 2023 Royal Rumble live from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas, was Gunther. The current Intercontinental Champion started off the show, started off the match, I should say, at the number one spot in the Royal Rumble and lasted all the way to the end, being the last man eliminated, but broke the record for the longest in-ring time in the Royal Rumble. I believe it was something around 70 minutes. Absolutely insane. That man's cardio is insane because it wasn't a guy who was huffing and puffing at the end. Gunther and Cody Rhodes had about a 10-minute war as the final two competitors in the Royal Rumble. This was a phenomenal, phenomenal matchup. Gunther made Cody Rhodes earn it. Cody Rhodes was not a guy who came in at number 30, threw out two people, and spent two minutes in the matchup and won the matchup. Cody Rhodes had to fight for his life when he went against Gunther as the final two competitors in the Royal Rumble. And it was for that reason I had to put this on the list of the top 10 because it was an epic showdown in the finale, the final two men. And in the end, Cody comes out on top. Cody gets his match at WrestleMania. He's going to attempt to finish the story. Very, very, very compelling. Very awesome. Very epic. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking about numbers 8 to 6 on the list of the top Royal Rumbles of all time. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We are counting down the top 10 Royal Rumble matches of all time. We're up to number 8. I started out the list with a... Royal Rumble victory for the game Triple H. And I'm about to talk about another Royal Rumble victory for the game Triple H. One of my favorite Royal Rumbles. Obviously, that's why it's on the list. A Royal Rumble that took place on my birthday in Houston, Texas. It was the Royal Rumble from 2002. Now, the story of this Royal Rumble was Triple H just made his return from his career-threatening quad injury where he tore it right off the bone, was out for nine months, and came back looking like the Incredible Hulk. He was built, he was jacked, he was a monster, and everybody wanted to see Triple H. This matchup was a very fun Royal Rumble matchup. This matchup featured the likes of Triple H, It featured the likes of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, the Hardy Boys, Kane, The Undertaker, so much more. But also, one of the themes of this Royal Rumble was there was going to be wrestlers making their return to the company in this Royal Rumble. Some of those wrestlers include the Big Boss Man, the return of Goldust, the Godfather, and the man that I was most excited to see return to the WWE Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. Mr. Perfect was in this Royal Rumble matchup in 2002. A very, very fun matchup. A matchup that was also shocking when Tough Enough Season 1 star Maven eliminated The Undertaker. A rookie who never had a matchup eliminates The Undertaker. In a shocking, shocking elimination. Showing that 
Not only anybody could win this matchup, but anything could happen at any time. So when you're in that Royal Rumble match, you better have eyes in the back of your head. It was a very fun matchup. And in the end, Triple H eliminates Kurt Angle to become your 2002 winner of the Royal Rumble. Let's talk about 1995. Number seven on the list is the 1995 Royal Rumble, which was a historic Royal Rumble for the fact that it was the very first time in Royal Rumble history where a competitor entered in at number one and won the Royal Rumble matchup. That man was none other than the showstopper, HBK Shawn Michaels. In 1995, Shawn Michaels won the Royal Rumble by coming in in the opening slot, lasting through 29 other men. And when it came down to him and the British Bulldog in the end, the British Bulldog tossed Shawn Michaels over the top rope. Camera zoomed in, only one foot touched the ground. Every time there was a Royal Rumble, shout to Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel would give the rules of the Royal Rumble and explain that an elimination only occurs when both of the superstars' feet touch the ground, not just one. So Shawn Michaels was able to get back into the ring by skinning the cat. And the British Bulldog was celebrating when Shawn Michaels was skinning the cat, gets in the ring, and Shawn Michaels eliminates the British Bulldog to the British Bulldog shock because he thought he won the matchup, but... Indeed, Shawn Michaels won the Royal Rumble matchup by coming in number one. Shawn Michaels will go on to WrestleMania 11 to wrestle Big Daddy Cool Diesel for the WWE Championship, which, in my opinion, was match of the night for a very lackluster WrestleMania, but nonetheless, a historic, historic win in 1995 for HBK, the showstopper, the main event, Shawn Michaels. Number six on the list took place in my neck of the woods, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. And it took place during quite possibly the hottest time for the WWE, the year 2000, the height of the Attitude Era. And it was the Royal Rumble that was won by none other than the man who just made his return to the WWE this past Monday on Monday Night Raw the people's champ, the jabroni-beating, pie-eating, The Rock. Definitely a historic win, a great, great matchup, a hell of a a Royal Rumble with a lot of fun spots. Uh, One spot that I thought was absolutely nasty was, well, there was a running, uh, a reoccurring thing where Kai and Ty kept on making their Royal Rumble interference, and I forgot who took him out. It might have been Test or the Big Boss Man. But all I know is someone threw out Takamishinoku and Takamishinoku splatted on the floor like a fucking bug. It was just nasty. We also, mid-matchup, got a dance-off from the guys of Too Cool where Rikishi, Brian uh, Lawler, slash Brian Christopher, and Scotty Too Hotty did their famous dance live in Madison Square Garden to get that whole crowd hype. Just a lot of fun. In the end, The Rock eliminates The Big Show to win the Royal Rumble matchup. He will go on to WrestleMania 2000 to face off with The Big Show, Triple H, and Mick Foley in the main event for the WWE Champion. 
But nonetheless, I, I know I wasn't going to talk about the whole show. I, I said that in the beginning. I'm only talking about the Royal Rumble matches. But I do got to say, that show was stacked, man. Not only did you have that hellacious matchup, you had Cactus Jack versus Triple H. You had the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys in a hellacious matchup. I said that twice now. You had the debut of Taz versus Kurt Angle. Really fun show. And it was just topped off perfectly in the end with a victory for The Rock. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking about the top five Royal Rumbles of all time. Top five. Top five dead or alive. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned, y'all. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be getting into the nitty-gritty, the top five. This is what you guys came to see, right? We're going to be talking about the top five Royal Rumbles. Let's talk about it right now. We're going to start off with 2008. Once again, in my neck of the woods, the Mecca, the stomping grounds for the best moments of entertainment, Madison Square Garden. This time, 2008 was a very different WWE than when we saw the Royal Rumble last in Madison Square Garden at 2000. But nonetheless, we had one of the best Royal Rumble moments when number 30 was revealed to be the return of none other than John Cena. John Cena suffered a career-threatening neck injury, and we didn't think we were going to see John Cena For over a year. Four months later. John Cena not only is surprise, surprise, entrant number 30. Not only does that New York City crowd go absolute ape shit for John Cena. But John Cena wins the matchup. Last eliminating Triple H and becoming your 2008 Royal Rumble winner. Going on to WrestleMania 24 where he will face Triple H and Randy Orton in a triple threat match for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. But it was a great moment to cap off a very fun Royal Rumble. A Royal Rumble that had a lot of super heavyweights. I'm talking about Kane. I'm talking about The Undertaker. I'm talking about The Great Khali. The Big Show. You had Mark Henry. You had Big Daddy V. You had Mike Knox. You had Gene Snitsky. There was a lot of super heavyweights in this ring. They must have reinforced that ring triple and quadruple times. Um, also, on this uh, matchup, you had the legends of Jimmy Superfly Snuka and Rowdy Roddy Piper as surprise entrances. You had the Royal Rumble debut of CM Punk. And not only that, number one and number two was none other than Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. This Royal Rumble was one you should go back and watch. Definitely worth watching. A lot of star power. An excellent Royal Rumble. Once again, capped off by a surprise return and a victory for one of the greatest of all time, John Cena. Number four. 1998, 10 years before the last Royal Rumble we talked about, 1998, in the middle of the Attitude Era, we had the Royal Rumble from Philadelphia, and it was won by the Texas Rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
this Royal Rumble is high up on the list for me because this Royal Rumble was a rumble that I remember fondly with a lot of fun memories. Not only did we have the baddest man on the planet, Iron Mike Tyson, in the crowd, but Stone Cold Steve Austin won the matchup for the second year in a row. In this matchup, you had fun little moments like Cactus Jack starting it off with Terry Funk, a.k.a. Chainsaw Charlie. Rest in peace to Terry Funk. Cactus Jack gets eliminated, comes back into the Royal Rumble as another entrant as Dude Love. Dude Love gets eliminated. Dude Love comes back into the Royal Rumble as another entrant as Mick Foley Mankind. Mankind, Mick Foley, you, you had three entrances for all three faces of Foley. That was super fun. And then in the end, it came down to Rocky Maivia and Stone Cold Steve Austin. To think in 1998, we got a glimpse of two of the greatest wrestlers of all time, two of the biggest box office attractions of all time, two of the greatest legends and Hall of Famers of all time, and two of the biggest rivals of all time, and it all started at the Royal Rumble in 1998 when the final two men was The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. In the end, Stone Cold Steve Austin wins the matchup for the second year in a row, going on to WrestleMania 14, where he faced Shawn Michaels to win the WWE Championship for the first time ever. Number three. Number three. We're we're, we're getting really close here to the number one spot. Number three took place in 2006. And it was a very emotional Royal Rumble. Because it was a Royal Rumble won by the biggest little man. The legendary Rey Mysterio. Not only was this a huge victory that was very unpredictable. But Rey Mysterio dedicated this matchup to his friend who just passed away only a few months before this the late great Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio lasted for over 64 minutes in this matchup not only breaking the record but winning the matchup altogether Rey Mysterio came in at number two started off the matchup with a two-time Royal Rumble winner Triple H in the end Rey Mysterio outlasted 29 other men, last eliminating Randy Orton to become the winner of the Royal Rumble. Not only, like I said, was it a huge upset victory for Rey Mysterio, but it was an emotional victory because it was a victory that was dedicated to the life of Eddie Guerrero. Amazing, amazing stuff. Rey Mysterio would go on to WrestleMania 22 to face Kurt Angle, and Randy Orton in the main events and win the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Great shit there. Number two. Number two. The number two greatest Royal Rumble of all time. This is a strong take because some people consider this matchup the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. If you talk to the average wrestling fan, they would say the number one greatest Royal Rumble of all time is the 1992 Royal Rumble, where with a tear in his eye, the nature boy, Ric Flair, 
won the WWF champion for the very first time by winning the Royal Rumble. I started off this list talking about 2016 where the WWE championship was put on the line and was the prize for the winner of the Royal Rumble. The only other time this ever happened was 1992 when the title was vacated and the Royal Rumble was to crown a new WWE champion. Ric Flair came into the WWE as the quote-unquote real-world champion walking around with his current NWA WCW title. And when there was a lawsuit with the WCW and the WWE where they had to give up that title, Ric Flair won the WWF title. But this was one of the greatest performances in Royal Rumble history. Prime Ric Flair was on fire. And this Royal Rumble also had a who's who in it. Because this show, this matchup not only had a fresh Undertaker in the matchup, we had Randy Savage in the matchup, we had Hulk Hogan in the matchup, we had Bret Hart in the matchup, we had Rowdy Piper in the matchup, we had Macho Man Randy Savage yeah, in the matchup. But in the end, whoo, Nature Boy Ric Flair wins the match. And then when he goes backstage to celebrate with his Manager, Mr. Perfect, with the champagne flowing, he cut one of the greatest promos of all time, where he said, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest day of my life. Amazing, amazing stuff. This could be the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. Who knows? I mean, like I said, the average person say it would be. But, in my opinion... There was one Royal Rumble, and only one Royal Rumble, that topped this Royal Rumble in 1992. Before we get into it, not to get too much into it, I want to give some honorable mentions. I, you know, I don't want to talk about all the tragedy and all that other stuff. I just know growing up, one of my favorite Royal Rumbles was the 2004 Royal Rumble, where Chris Benoit came in number one and won the Royal Rumble. Goes on to WrestleMania 20 to main event against Shawn Michaels and Triple H and wins the World Heavyweight Championship. I also love the 2017 Royal Rumble where I wouldn't predict this in the world, but it was won by Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura who last eliminates uh, Roman Reigns. Very fun Royal Rumble matchup. And then also I thought the, you know, the, the, the 2021 Royal Rumble in front of the Thunderdome was a fun Royal Rumble, especially with the return of Christian who was sidelined and was said to never wrestle again. And now look at where Christian Cage is. But also, another wrestler who came in number one, went the distance, and won the Royal Rumble matchup, and that was the return of Edge. Very fun match. But, I say all that to say this, it is now time to talk about the number one Royal Rumble in Royal Rumble history. And that is the 2007 Royal Rumble. Why was the 2007 Royal Rumble such a historic matchup in Royal Rumble history? It was because the epic showdown of the final two men. The two legends. The two godfathers of the WWE. And that was The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels going to war in the ending of this historic matchup. 
Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, they haven't wrestled against each other or even in the same matchup with each other since 1998 at this time. Ironically, the last time Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker were in the same ring with each other before this epic showdown at the Royal Rumble was at the Royal Rumble 1998 when they faced off inside of a casket match. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker were the final two wrestlers here in the end of the Royal Rumble in 2007. And these guys went to war for about 10 minutes in the most heart-pounding, breathtaking action. Where there was moments where it could have went either way. And quite frankly, I wouldn't have minded if it went either way. But in the end of this epic showdown in 2007, The Undertaker wins the Royal Rumble matchup. This was the first ever Royal Rumble win for The Undertaker. To think that a legendary competitor like The Undertaker, who debuted in 1990, never won the Royal Rumble matchup into 2007. And then on top of all that, this matchup was a nice preview of what we were going to get a few years later at WrestleMania 25 in quite possibly the greatest WrestleMania match of all time when Shawn Michaels went head-to-head against The Undertaker. Just absolute legendary stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been my top 10 Royal Rumbles of all time. Let me know what your favorite Royal Rumbles are. Let me know what your favorite Royal Rumble moments are. Hit me up on Instagram at WrestlingDeloreanPod, on TikTok at WrestlingDeloreanPod, on Twitter slash X at W underscore DeloreanPod, and let me know in the comments what was your favorite Royal Rumble, who was your favorite Royal Rumble competitor, who was your favorite Royal Rumble winner. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll be back here on Monday with a new episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I love you all. Stay safe. Stay strong. Stay positive. One love. Peace out, y'all.